The Blue Jays go from in a wild card spot to half a game out of a wild card spot. How did the Blue Jays find themselves behind the Seattle Mariners? How did or are there hopes for the playoffs in the rearview mirror? Let's talk about it by discussing the previous series. Welcome to Blue Jays Game Recap, Reds and Blue Jays edition on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's talk about it right now on Blue Jays Game Recap. The Blue Jays are back, and right now, with the game having gone final, we are welcoming you in to Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's go to your hosts of Blue Jays Game Recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen, because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, We know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Blue Jays Game Recap. My name is Scott McGregor, your host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, and one of your hosts of Blue Jays Game Recap. The Blue Jays lost on Friday 1-0 to to the Cincinnati Reds with The loss going to Blue Jays pitcher Jordan Hicks. And the win going to Cincinnati Reds pitcher Alex D. Alexius Diaz. Diaz is five and four with this win. Despite The starting matchup being Brett Kennedy against Jose Barrios. With this loss, Jordan Hicks is now 8-2. But the Blue Jays only lose on Friday night. They only lose by one run. Because in that game, it took them... 
nine innings. Actually, I should say eight innings of no runs ball to score a run. And in the end, the scoring play here was Christian Encarnacion Strand. who homers for his fourth of the season fly ball to left field and he walks it off for the Reds in game number one. The Blue Jays, however, would take games two and three. But first of all, Let's look at the line score here, courtesy of Sportsnet.ca. Uh, we'll look at the line score for all of these games. Get you the attendance within the middles at within the middle on the final segment. But let's just give you a look at. Our line score here. Before we do, let's go over the winning pitcher and losing pitcher and save heading into those games. Where the Blue Jays would take it. Now on Sunday, as we record this on Monday, August 21st, 2023. The Blue Jays bounce back and they take game number two by a final score of four to three. First, let's take a look at the game's line score from Friday when the Blue Jays lost one to zero. The Blue Jays had no runs on three hits, no errors in this ballgame. They left six man, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me there. They left six man on base, did not score a home run, walked twice, and only struck out seven times. They also stole one base. Diaz with the win, Hicks with the loss. When Barrios and Kennedy were going head-to-head, get to the attendance record for that game in moments. But as we go over, I'm not really going to go over the starting lineups by manager John Schneider and manager of the and the manager of the Cincinnati Reds who is by the way uh just going to find that here for you but again Cincinnati drops two of three to the Blue Jays they take game 1 1 to nothing 
They were not so lucky on Saturday and on Sunday as the Blue Jays take the other two by final scores of 4-3 to and 10-3. to Your your manager of the Cincinnati Reds is Dave Bell. Is David Bell. And we're not really going to go over the lineups here, but we are going to continue here on the opening segment going through a line score. Before we do, though, I want to hear from the man himself, your manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's hear some post game after the 1-0 loss from the man himself, John Schneider, as he applauds, he applauds Barrios, Guerrero Jr., and Guerrero Jr., despite loss to the Reds on Friday. Let's hear from the man himself and see what we can pick up from Friday's media availability after the ad that is going through right now. And while we do that, I have to say, it looked like Barrios and Kennedy were playing... It looked like Barrios and Kennedy were playing... It looked like Barrios and uh, Brett Kennedy were playing to the best of their abilities. But it also looked to me like they were playing for a... It looked to me like they were playing for a pitching duel. And that's what it kind of looked like throughout the opening of the game. All right, we've got John Schneider, so let's hear from the man himself. Let's hear from your Blue Jay. If you're a Blue Jays fan listening to this now, obviously this game has been over for a couple hours since it happened on Friday night. And, of course, there were games Saturday evening and then Sunday afternoon. Let's hear right now from the skipper. After the 1-0 to zero loss to the Cincinnati Reds. Here he is, post-game. Yeah, he was awesome. You know, I think the only thing, the only blemish really... Yeah, he was awesome. You know, I think the only thing, the only blemish really for him was pitch count. You know, a couple walks that were um, kind of uncharacteristic of him, but great life on his fastball up to 97. He was spotting the ball, you know, well... Um, you know, kind of caught up a little bit in the third inning with a quick inning, but I thought he was outstanding. You know, didn't give a hit to the sixth. Uh, wiggled out of some trouble, too. But, um, you know, he was he was dialed in, man. He, his stuff was good, and I think a team like this, you know, you just can't really issue that many free passes. And if he didn't, he he may still be pitching right now. But I thought he was really, really good tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's being aware of your surroundings. You know, I think Witt was kind of in his ear a little bit too as the play was unfolding. And, you know, it's a little bit different at home. You know, with turf, you can't really do that. So um, knowing the ball is going to kind of just stop right there in the grass. So baseball play, you know what I mean? It's watching what the runner's doing from, from the batter's box. And if he's not going to, 
you know, do the part that he should do, then you got to take advantage of it, which they did, and everyone was in the right spot. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So there's John Schneider post game after the zero to one loss. I should say one to zero loss to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, normally at this point we would take a commercial break, but before we take that commercial break, let's get to Saturday at least, and of course let's get to Sunday's game, line score, and of course the game stats. Let's start with Dave Bell and David Bell and John Schneider's. Starting lineup for Saturday and Sunday's game. Now, we didn't go through the lineup for Friday's game. But let's go through the lineup for Schneider and Bell, Reds and your Blue Jays, who are managed by John Schneider on Saturday. We might not go through Sunday's lineup, but let's go through Saturday's lineup here. And let's begin with David Bell's starting lineup, which would feature guys like L.A. De La Cruz, who would bat third. T.J. Freddy batting first and playing center field. Matt McLean would bat second and play second base. Ellie De La Cruz, as, as I mentioned already, he played shortstop on Saturday and would bat third. Joey Botto would bat in the fifth spot and play first base. Meanwhile, Spencer Steer would bat in the cleanup spot, batting fourth, play third base. Votto would later be pinched hit four by... Sorry, pinched run for by Novi Novi Novel Marte. Apologies if I'm pronouncing names wrong. Christian Encarnacion Strand it was the DH and he batted six. Tyler Stevenson batted seventh and would catch. Will Benson would play right field and bat eighth. Later be pinched hit four by Henry Rama, by, by Henry Ramos, who would take over in right field. And Stuart Fairchild rounds out that lineup playing left field as he would bat ninth. Starting pitcher for the Reds on Saturday was none other than Brandon Williamson, who went five and two-thirds innings, giving up nine hits on four runs, all earned. Struck out six Blue Jays, gave up one walk. Uh, 
And now it's time to find out how how John Schneider and your Blue Jays lined up on Saturday. Leading off was Whit Merrifield, who would play left field and then later move to right field in the game. Moving in, fresh off the injured list, Bo Bichette was back in the game, and he would bat second and play shortstop. Bo Bichette back in the lineup after missing quite some time. In the third spot of our batting order for the Blue Jays, it will be Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who would bat third and play first base. Matt Chapman would bat fourth and play third base, so he would be in the cleanup spot. The new guy, Davis Schneider, not so new anymore considering what he has gotten so far in this game. Since he came up from Buffalo, he's not so new anymore. He would DH and bat fifth. Alejandro Kirk would catch him bat and bat six. Seventh batter to bat would be the one and only, it would be Kevin Kiermeyer, who, who I think would come back. I mean, we'll have to check the uh, Blue Jays' social page here. I'm not sure if Kevin Kiermeyer came into play. But anyways... I believe that was the case. Let's uh, just find out just in case. We do have also Santiago Espinal and Dalton Varsho. But let me just quickly here, as we record here, find out what the lineup card for Saturday was. The Blue Jays. Post their lineup cards a few times or a few times. And of course, maybe they didn't post it this time. No, okay, I can't see it right now. But you know what? That's all right. Kevin Keemeyer, I do believe, was, was there. He may not have been in the starting lineup, but he did come into play. Actually, you know what? Yes, he was there. That is, so Kevin Biggio would bat seventh and play right field. Kevin Kiemeyer was into the was in this game batting eighth and playing center field. Santiago Espinal would bat would bat ninth and play short and play second base. And of course, Dalton Varsha would come in later to play center field and hit for Espinal and later move to left field. Maybe that's how the lineup was set up, but regardless, your starting pitcher for the Blue Jays on Saturday, the hound on the mound, Chris Bassett. And because the Blue Jays won when Chris Bassett was pitching, 
Jay's Care will be donating a couple of dollars to the Jay's Care. Sorry, the Bassett's Pitch In will be donating a few couple of bucks to Jay's Care Foundation. And you know what? It's it's really interesting here. This is also Bassett's twelfth win, so he is twelve and six on the on the year. Brandon Williamson is four and three. He has the loss on Saturday. And Jordan Romano, remember how last time we spoke, Jordan had now twenty nine saves. This is now Jordan's third save. Jordan Romano's third save in a game that featured one error each to the Reds and the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays would finish Saturday's game with the win on four runs on nine hits, one error in the one error in the ball game. They left nine men on base in this game. Hit one home run, struck out 11 times, stole one base, and only walked four times. Cincinnati, on the other hand, would finish the game with six hits on three runs, one error in the inning, or one error in the game. They left six men on base. Struck out 10 times, stole two bases, walked three times, hit one home run. And they left, as I said before, they left six men on base. Okay, it's almost time to take a quick time out. And get ready for our player of the series and player of, sorry, play of the series as well. But before we do that, let's give you a look at Hyunjin Ryu taking on this man. Who will, who got the finale, Hunter Green. Hunter Green and Hunjin Ryu went to battle, but Green only lasted three innings before having to come out of the game. Because the Blue Jays, behind the lineup of Whit Merrifield, Bo Bichette, Santiago Espinal, who came in later, uh, Brandon Belt, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., George Springer, Dalton Varsho, Matt Chapman, Danny Jansen, and Kevin Kemer. Kevin Biggio came in to hit for Vladi in Sunday's game. The Blue Jays were really good on Sunday's game. Completing the game with 10 runs on 12 hits. Two errors in the ball game. The save of Hyunjin Ryu's second win out of his one loss goes to Bowden Francis, his first save of the season. 
Congratulations to you, Bowden Francis. Hunter Green with the loss is 2-5. and five. And the rest of the game stats for this game, the Blue Jays not only get two errors, but they left nine men on base, hit five home runs, including a few in the fourth in in the fourth and second inning to score runs. They walked four times, did not steal a base, only struck out six times. Cincinnati, on the other hand, would finish this game with three runs on seven hits, four errors in the ball game. They walked once, hit one home run, struck out 12 times. They also did not steal a base, and they left six men on. They left six men on base. They would, uh, they would face Ryu with a lineup of, uh, with a lineup like this: Stuart Fairchild, Matt McLean, Ellie De La Cruz, Spencer Steer, Joey Botto. Christian Encarnacion Strand. Noviel Marte. Tyler Freddy. Luke Maley, former Blue Jay. Luke Maley was in the game. And later pinched hit for by Tyler Stevenson. Alrighty, attendance is coming up in the middle segment for Friday and Saturday with player of the series and play of the series. Plus a look at the standings watch in the middle segment is coming up. And when we return after our final break of the program, we will add in a little bit of football talk. And get you ready for Thursday's big event. It will be our 29th episode run exclusively as a takeover by Ali Musa, host of All Over the Map and our co-host of this program. As we bring to you the Fall Bash Special, the Fall Bash Special happening on Thursday, August 24th. That's this Thursday. So if you haven't already saved the date, or if you would like to be a part of this event and you feel like you can make it, please send an email to Ali at atompodcast819 at gmail.com. Once again, the email, atompodcast819 at gmail.com. If you are listening on Stitcher, unfortunately, we are not available on Stitcher. But as you may have heard on Spicy Techie, 
Stitcher will be shutting down. I don't know if that's uh, current, but we'll have to double check. I don't really follow much of that stuff, to be to be quite honest with you. But if this podcast does not hit Stitcher, it probably will hit a new platform in due due time. In the final segment also, as we get you ready for Blue Jays and Orioles, the final few games that the Blue Jays will see the Orioles this season for, because they do not face the Orioles again in September. So these are the final few games that they will face the Orioles in. We will let you know what's happening with that, given the fact that the Blue Jays do not have an off day and we'll be back at Rogers Center on the weekend of that Friday, August 25th, 2023. We will let you know in the final segment how we are going to run that programming there. In the final segment, but first, let's now take a quick commercial break. Hear a word from Take Another Look podcast. And when we come back, we've got player of the series and play of the series. We may also look at Dave Bell and John Schneider's lineup for Friday at, for Friday night's game in Cincinnati. Also coming up in the middle segment. The Blue Jays are out of the wild card right now, but with recent losses, they're a game and a half out of a wild card spot when it comes to Houston. However, they're half a game out of a wild card spot when it comes to the Seattle Mariners and good friend Teoscar Hernandez, who is now a Mariner. So could they still make the playoffs? We'll talk more about that when Blue Jays game recap continues on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. To get in touch with us via email, email us at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page by searching Sports for Beginners Podcast. You can also check out our website at https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Blue Jays Game Recap Reds and Jays Edition continues right after this break and a word from Take Another Look. Also, feel free to catch Take Another Look every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern only on Voices for Ability Radio. We're back right after this word from Take Another Look. Don't go anywhere. We're right back to it right after this. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. 
Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. That is the stroke by Billy Squire bringing us in here. That actually, I believe, is one of the, or is a walk-up music for the new guy, Davis Schneider, who is, who was actually in action in the games of this series. We'll go back to Blue Jays game recap of sports for beginners the podcast welcome back to blue jays game recap it is the blue jays versus reds edition we're recapping all of this three game series set between the cincinnati reds and david bell with of course ellie de la cruz and of course we're also recapping the games From the week from the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Friday's game, as you know, Blue Jays fall one to zero. And interestingly enough, that was on Apple TV. That was on Apple TV. The loss was on Apple TV. The other two games were on Sportsnet. Where Dan and Buck Martinez, where Dan Schulman and Buck Martinez had the call. It's getting to that time when we are going to talk about the player of the series, and the highlight of the series. But before we do any of that, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to turn your attention to the wild card standings update. Now, keep in mind, the Blue Jays did not sweep Cincinnati, and by the way, the Reds were supposed to play a game today, 
and they did not, and they did not. They are postponed. They will not play the Angels today. As we speak. But they also didn't have a day off. So they were going right back to work. As of the recording of this podcast. Now obviously that is not happening. Because they are postponed. Not exactly sure why. But I but I think it might have to do with some rain in the area. Maybe. I don't know. We'll figure that all out in just a moment. But. When we look at the standings, the American League division leaders are the Texas Rangers at 72 and 52. They are the AL West division leaders, 72 and 52. 77 and 47 are the Baltimore Orioles. And the Orioles are not in action today, so they have a night off. Because they're going to be playing a team we're talking about right now in the Toronto Blue Jays. They are, so as it stands right now, they are 77 and 47 and currently leading the American League East. And the division leader for the American League Central is none other than the Minnesota Twins who are 65 and 60. The AL, the American League wild card, or the AL wild card, the teams right now are the Tampa Bay Rays, who are 75 and 51. Second in the division right now of the American League East. The Houston Astros, are 70 and 55 and they are currently second in the wild card. Tampa Bay Rays are first in the wild card. The 69 and 55 Seattle Mariners have taken over the Blue Jays and uh, the Blue Jays and are now in that third wild card spot for the moment. Because as mentioned in the opening segment, the Blue Jays are a game and a half behind the Astros and a half a game behind the Mariners. And by the way, the Astros are second in their division. And right behind them is the third place team in their division who is three games back of the division leading Texas Rangers. The Astros are two and a half games back. The Astros are two and a half games back of the division leading Texas Rangers. So Texas might not be in too much trouble of losing their division lead. The rest of the wild card, including the Blue Jays, who are 69 and 59, and as mentioned, half a game out of the third wild card spot as we speak. The Boston Red Sox, who are not in action today, are 66 and 58. Currently three games out of the wild card. 
The LA Angels are 61 and 64. The New York Yankees right behind them at nine and a half games out of the wild card are 60 and 64. The Guardians are 59 and 66. The Tigers, 57 and 67. The White Sox of Chicago are 49 and 75. The Kansas City Royals are 40 and 86. The Oakland, the Oakland A's, who were swept by the Orioles yesterday, are 34 and 90. It really looks like if you're if you're around a record like the A like the Oakland A's are right now at 34 and 90. It looks to me like you're playing for pride here. We will get a look at the National League uh, wild card and division, but rather than do that for today, we're actually going to continue focusing on what's going on here. And by the way, the Cincinnati Reds, they are at... You know what? Let's actually go through the division here in that in the National League. The Cincinnati Reds are a game out of the wild card. Well, actually no, they are, yeah, they are a game out of the wild card, out of the wild card. As is Miami. Miami Marlins are a game out of the wild card, and so is Arizona. So Chicago so the Cubs of Chicago, who are 64 and 59, they could be in trouble. The San Francisco Giants are 65 and 59, currently hanging on to that second wild card spot by about half a game. The Philadelphia Phillies are 67 and 57. And currently two and a half games up on the up on the Giants in the wild card race for the first wild card spot. Sixty-four and sixty-one are both Cincinnati and Arizona, and of course my the Miami Marlins. They are both sixty-one and sixty-four, so sixty-four and sixty-one to be more specific. The San Diego Padres are 60 are 59 and 66 the New York Mets are 58 and 67 the Nationals are 57 and 68 the Pittsburgh Pirates 55 and 69 the Colorado Rockies are 48 and 76. And the St. Louis Cardinals are 55 and 70, way out of it. The division leaders for the National League are the Atlanta Braves at 80 and 43. The LA Dodgers are leading the National League West with a record of 76 and 47. And the Milwaukee Brewers are leading the National League Central 
with a record of about 68 and 57. And with that all being said, that wraps up our standings watch. We are, and full disclaimer right now, we are not uh, sponsored by any uh, podcast area right now, any sponsors here. So we are not really sponsored by anything other than the podcasts that uh, are neighboring to us, including a new sister podcast like Um, Spicy Techie, which is hosted by Sienna T or Sienna Trigiani and Ali Musa and now Makara. So if you guys are listening to Sports for Beginners right now to hear some Blue Jays news from my end of the, from Sports for Beginners' end, I should say. I do want to let everyone know that I do want to let everyone know that we are actually going to give a quick shout out to those on Spicy Techie, including Sienna T, Makara, and Ali. Ali is a co-host of our Sports for Beginners podcast. And okay, okay, okay. Catch those, catch Spicy Techie on CNIT Radio and, of course, wherever you listen to podcasts, Sundays or whenever they are able to get a show out to you. Ali's got Spider Jones coming into the studio before he does his takeover. That's correct. Before he does his takeover of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Which means, yeah, yeah, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Well, I'll tell you. What this takeover means, I mean, it's not, it's not really a takeover because I'll still be, I'll still be uh, on the podcast, but his show is going to take over our show and talk about and it's going to be talking about you know books uh definitely sports we'll be at it there maybe maybe we'll have some tech talk we don't really know but uh you know what? You just never know what you're going to get. So stay tuned for Spider Jones coming to you guys live on all over the map. I do believe if I have this correct, I do believe, I do believe, excuse all those things there. We'll figure some way to get those out of here. But anyways, um, I do want to mention I do want to mention here that Spider Jones will be coming into the studio to have a good to have, to have quite a chat with Ali. You can follow Ali on X or as I call it Twitter by following him at ATOM Podcast 819 at Gmail. Sorry. 
819-800-8819. You can send him an email at atompodcast819 at gmail.com. You can also... Here, Ali and Sienna on Spicy Techie. And for a while, I was doing, well, actually, maybe not a while, but for a few days or so, I was doing a show on All Over the Map with Ali called Blue Jays Reaction. It was actually called Sports Reactions, but that was, discon- but that was discontinued. Anyways, it's called Blue Jays Reactions, so you can catch all of the episodes that Ali and I have done before we discontinued the show on the All Over the Map podcast feed. And yes, Ali has quite the show for you. So I don't think you'll ever be disappointed here. And yes, Spider Jones is coming into the studio tomorrow, Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023, for a program. What will they be talking about? Who knows? You're just going to have to wait to tune in. Back to... Back to what we're talking about here on Blue Jays Game Recap. The Blue Jays fell in game number one by a final score of one to zero, happening in the final happening in the final inning of the game on Friday. And that was Christian Encarnacion Strand's fourth home run of the year. That was the decider. So we're going to pick a play of this series from the games on Sunday and Saturday. But first... If I had to pick a player of the series from either day, for Friday's game, I'm going to give some credit to, you know what, let's give credit over to our pitcher for the Blue Jays, Barrios. Five and two-thirds, eight strikeouts, four walks. No runs given up. One hit given up. Barrios looked really good. And I'm going to give a player of the series for Friday to Matt McLean. Mac McLean for the Cincinnati Reds. Now, before we get to player of the series, shifting over to play of the series, because, because I mean, we could do 
Saturday and Sunday, but I don't necessarily want to do that. Let's get into the stand, sorry, not standing, so let's get into the attendance and the umpiring crew in a game that took two hours and 41 minutes to complete in partly cloudy conditions. First, let's take a look at the umpiring crew for Friday's game. And it was Dan Belliano who was calling balls and strikes. Phil Cusi was your first base umpire. Shane Livenspreger was your third base umpire. And Mark Rippinger was your second base umpire. And it was... In front of, at Great American Ballpark, it was at in front of 28,502 fans in attendance. Great American Ballpark be the venue for all three of these games in Cincinnati, Ohio. And ladies and gentlemen, for this game, when the Blue Jays took the game, Four to three. They took it in front of a crowd of thirty eight thousand four hundred and sixty one fans in attendance at Great American Ballpark in another game that took two hours and forty three minutes to complete. Phil Cousy was your home plate umpire this time. Mark Rippinger was your first base umpire. Shane Livensparger was your second base umpire. And Dan Belliano, Belliano was your third base umpire. In terms of the, umpir- the umpiring crew there, once again, the Blue Jays take two out of three. And right now, Right now, you know what? Let's hear from two men who were on site after this ball game came to a close on the return of Bo Bichette. Here are two Sportsnet reporters. That don't exactly do Blue Jays Central, but I'm pretty sure if you're not already familiar with them, I believe it's Ben and. Well, another type. You know what? Maybe it's. Maybe it is Shy and Arden. Let's hear the voices and see if you can pinpoint who they are. Well, another tight game for the Blue Jays. What else is new? And we'll get to that soon. But first, Bo Bichette makes his return to the Blue Jays lineup after missing 18 days. What did you make of Bo's return? Well, they needed it for sure. It's been a long time since we saw Bo Bichette uh, in this lineup. And the Blue Jays did not fare well without him. Their shortstops 
combined for only three base hits without Bo Bichette. So they really needed to get him back in the lineup. And with Paul DeYoung designated for assignment, Bo Bichette back in there. He gets an RBI single today, and that equaled the amount of RBI the Blue Jays shortstops got during the entire absence of Bichette. So to get him back in there is obviously huge for this team. He really talked about playing fearless baseball thinking about what can go right for this team rather than what can go wrong for this team. And he was a big part of what they were able to do right in a very close game, getting an RBI single. And his manager, John Schneider, said, well, we the kind of guy who can basically get out of bed in December and probably get base hits. Chris Bassick is the Blue Jays' six innings. Davis Schneider hits a go-ahead home run. And the Blue Jays' bullpen navigates some very rocky situations late in this game, but ends up going three scoreless only a night after Jordan Hicks ended up getting walked off by Christian and Canassian Strand. And they're going to need Jordan Hicks. They're going to need Jordan Hicks uh, in this thing. But before we get to before we get back to what we're hearing here in a second... Uh, they're going to need, the Blue Jays are going to need Jordan Hicks. And you heard them, you heard uh, Arden. And I believe that's Ben Nicholson-Smith with him. Both of them are the hosts of At The Letters. Shout out to At The Letters on Sportsnet. Um, I do agree with that. I think they're really going to need Jordan Hicks. But they're also going to need anybody that they can get. I mean, Chad Green is on the verge to return. Uh, you designated Paul the Young for assignment, so that means he's on waivers. If he does clear waivers, he probably ends up in Buffalo. But I actually thought when they were designating, I actually thought, you know what, when they were designating Paul the Young for assignment, I thought he might end up in Buffalo. He might end up in New Hampshire. He might ha- end up in a ball he might end up in you know what i mean he might end up on waivers but he did end up on waivers let's hear the rest of arden and ben unless it's arden and shy regardless listen to at the letters wherever you listen to podcasts and listen to it ad three ad free on amazon music amazon action music has actually reached out to our podcast a few times. We're not yet, we haven't really decided if we're going to do it yet, but we will be, oh, that is something for us to think about, and it's something that we will uh, be thinking about off air. With that, let's send you back out to the guys that you are currently listening to. To really provide a lot of these innings, his fastball was very lively uh, against Cincinnati tonight, up to 103 miles an hour, which is where you'd expect it to sit uh, just with his velocity. But that was big. Then getting to Jordan Romano was really big. Even Tim Meza able to help the Blue Jays escape a jam. So these contributions are going to be essential for the Blue Jays as they move ahead here because they're in a very close race with the Seattle Mariners for that last wild card race. This could be decided by one or two games at the end of the season. And so to lock these games down might not seem that big in August, but end of the season, we might be looking back at a couple games like this. You know, they call this Great American Small Park. It hasn't necessarily played like that over the first two games of this series. We'll see if there's some more fireworks in the finale for the Blue Jays. It'll be Hunjin Ryu taking the hill. Indeed it was. Hunjin Ryu taking the hill. And you know what? Davis Schneider spoke post-game after the 4-3 win. So let's hear 
from Davis Schneider. What did Davis have to say after the 4-3 win when he spoke with, I believe, Arden Dwelling? I definitely know it's not Hazel. We're going to get to that after this quick ad runs through. Ah, here we go. Here is David Schneider with Arden Dwelling after the 4-3 win. Davis Schneider hits the game-winning home run here in the fifth inning. Davis, he took a changeup over the left center field wall. I know you're always hunting fastballs, but what did you like about that off-speed pitch? Uh, I mean, the first two at-bats, he kind of got me. I missed a fastball. My second at-bat, you know, I should have put a good swing on it. But, um, you know, I was looking fastball. He just hung a changeup up in the zone. And, you know, I thought... When I came into the dugout, I was like, what was that pitch? I was like, I guess a changeup, you know, but um, I was looking for Peter, of course. You mentioned that you lost your first two battles against Williamson tonight. When you go about for a third time, how do you kind of thread that needle between adjusting to what you've seen versus sticking to your approach? Yeah, I mean, I felt comfortable. I mean, he, he got me. I just missed those pitches in my second at-bat, like I said. The first first at-bat, he kind of dotted a little bit, so I got to tip my cap on the first one. But I felt comfortable, and, you know, when you have three at-bats against someone, you're bound to do some damage. And you're making your first start here tonight in a week. You had just one plate appearance in between those two starts. How do you keep your rhythm and your timing? What's your process like in between? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to see as many pitches as the other guys, but you just got to keep uh, putting in the work, like on the machine, overhand, just trying to get as many reps as you can, like it's game. Hold that thought, everybody. We're currently listening to the post-game interview with Arden Dwelling, and, of course... Uh, Davis Schneider, the new Blue Jay, but we've got some breaking news. We've got some breaking news. And as we bring that up, let's give you some music to kick us in here. Because we got some breaking news on our on our programming today got some big news big big news ladies and gentlemen i am about to read a sean o'leary breaking news story from the score download the app on your mobile device And also, just like on the NHL app and any of the other apps for any sport that you're interested in, follow your favorite team. This does not exactly concern the Pittsburgh Penguins, but it may concern a couple of other people or a couple of other teams. That this man, Jonathan Bernier, has played for. Ladies and gentlemen, veteran netminder Jonathan Bernier retires after 14 
NHL seasons. Sean O'Leary of Icon Sports Wire reports, Jonathan Bernier is hanging up his pads after 14 NHL seasons. The netminder announced Monday, saying in quote, There are no words to express my gratitude to everyone who has been a part of my hockey journey since day one. Without all of you, I couldn't have done it. He wrote on Instagram, so it was on a social page here. Bernier spent the entire 2022-2023 season on the long-term injured list, injured reserve due to a hip injury. He joined the New Jersey Devils in 2021 on a two-year $8.25 million deal. $8.25 million contract, but only appeared in 10 games with the club. The Los Angeles Kings drafted Bernier with the 11th overall pick in 2006. The 35-year-old played five seasons in Hollywood before before stints with the Toronto Maple Leafs, Anaheim Ducks, Colorado Avalanche, and Detroit Red Wings. Bernier appeared in 404 games throughout his career. 404 games throughout his career, earning earning 165 wins while posting a 9-12 save percentage. Not much more is known, but ladies and gentlemen, that has been your breaking news from the ice on Blue Jays Game Recap. Let's hear that all aboard once more before we get back to before we get back to Arden and Davis Schneider as we continue here on Blue Jays Game Recap. Well, yes. All right. Now, let's get back to who we were hearing from and continue hearing from Arden and Davis Schneider. In situations, so you just got to stay competitive even during practice. So when you come out and play, then you're going to be ready. All right, Davis, thanks so much. Thank you. All right. That's Davis Schneider and Arden Zwelling. Talking post-game after the 4-3 win. We even heard from John Schneider after the game. But now, now that we have done the player of the series, let's touch on plays of this series from both sides. You know what, I guess... uh, I guess since we heard from the man himself, Davis Schneider, I got to go for the Blue Jays with the highlight of the game from Saturday when Davis Schneider knocked his third career home run to give the Blue Jays a 
a one-run lead. Here are Dan. Here are Dan. Here are Dan and Buck with the call. So we asked John Schneider about it before the game, and and he said just trying to add some versatility. As Schneider hits one to left field, this ball is well tagged, and it is gone. Davis Schneider with his third home run, and the Blue Jays go back on top. Well, that's a much needed base hit for Schneider. He had really been scuffling since that series in Boston, and he put a charge in that one. And then called out on strikes in the second. Struck out swinging in the fourth, and this time he takes one deep to give the Blue Jays the lead once again. So that's got to be a good feeling for a guy who hadn't played much and hadn't hit much for a few games prior to that. Well, he did a good job of staying on that changeup and hits it a mile into the seats in left field. He got a very quick short stroke, and he hits that one deep into the seats. Home run number three for Davis Schneider. Home run number three for Davis Schneider. His Third career home run. Shout out to you, Davis Schneider. What a career you're about to be having, my friend. You know, if you've got time, I would love to have you on the program and talk about it and talk stuff with you. If you would, if you, if you're, if you would like. All right. Also, another play from Saturday's game that I want to uh, highlight here as a highlight of the series. We're going to show another Blue Jay highlight in a second, but how about this? Blue Jays are up 3-0, to zero and Blue Jays are up 3-0, to zero and what does Terry, what does Tyler Freddy or Terry Fred Freddy do? Well, he does this. Following following this following this ad, we're going back to Buck and Dan with the call. Alright, here are the beep the people who called it. When Bassett was on the mound. Let's send you back to Buck and Dan with the call of the Terry Freddy or Tyler Freddy, whatever you want to call it, home run. But Friedel gets into this one. Well hit ball, right field and gone. And the first hit of the night for the Reds is a home run for Friedel to make it 3-1. to one. His 11th home run of the season, and that ball was designed to get inside and quite get it in there. And the Reds are on the board. He has his 11th home run. They have three rookies in their lineup with 10 or more home runs and 10 or There is Buck and Dan. With that call, obviously we lost it. Uh, we lost a little bit there for that point, but that pretty much wraps up the opening segment. Sorry, the middle segment. Excuse me, of this program. Before we wrap up, 
tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on Voices for Ability Radio. If you if you still are checking in on that or maybe want to check that out, you'll be glad to know, I mean, unless it changes, that the Paranormal Zone is at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight on It is at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight on Voices for Ability Radio. Taking a look is at 9 p.m. on Wednesday. And there's so much good content coming up, including Community Partners at 3 p.m. today and 7 p.m. today as well. There's also so much, there's also so many there's also so much music time that they get. And if you're looking for another good show to check out, I recommend checking out Beyond the Bong with Jocelyn Dore. Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Paige Whitehouse has you covered on the on Voices for a Body Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Paranormal Zone. Check that out at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Voices for Ability Radio. And to check it all out, head on over to VoicesForAbilityRadio.com by going to V number 4 A R A D O A. Sorry, A-D-I-O dot com. Link will be in the description. And all you have to do then, all you have to do then is, all you have to do then is just click on listen now and enjoy, and enjoy the programming. All right. Before we hit the, before we hit, our final commercial break of the program and hear a word from all over the map. Here's what's on tap minus the postponement of Angels and Reds. They were postponed today, according to MLB. Maybe not. I mean, according to the score, it seems like they should be getting underway. It looked like they were postponed, but I don't see that. So, yes, they are indeed postponed, but uh, the score says they are on at 9.38 p.m. Eastern Time. But they are indeed postponed, according to according to uh, the MLB app. Download the app for yourself. To follow your favorite team, whether you follow the Blue Jays or whoever. On top today, the the Tigers. I mistaked I mistaked them for the Red Wings a few times uh, on our program here. I'll get that. I'll get it all fixed up here as the seasons change. The Tigers of Detroit are going head to head with the Chicago Cubs. Tonight at 6.40, weather permitting, 
where they're also permitting in Philadelphia for the Phillies and the Giants who get going at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time today as well. The Pittsburgh Pirates will find themselves back in the Steel City to take on the St. Louis Cardinals at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. The New York Mets take on the Braves at 7.20 p.m. Eastern. At 8.10 p.m. Eastern, the Mariners take on the Chicago White Sox, and the Red Sox of Boston take on the Houston Astros. The Kansas City Royals will take on the Oakland Athletics, who are pretty much playing for pride right now, just like Kansas City is. But who knows, a couple of games could change the could change the direction of where the athletics are heading. Given the fact that there's not a lot of games left to be played. They're at 9 they they throw first pitch at 9:40 p.m. Eastern. Texas Rangers and the Dime and the Arizona Diamondbacks as well as the San Diego Padres and the Miami Marlins also getting underway at 9:40 p.m. Eastern. And that wraps it up. All right. After this word from all over the map, potential football news, or maybe we'll hear a little bit of an update on the Buffalo Bills side of things. And of course, we also will be hearing from as we get you ready for Orioles and as we get as we get you ready for Orioles and Blue Jays we will get you to we will actually hear one highlight of Bo Bichette returning to the lineup and he sends a liner to center field for an RBI in his return versus Reds. We'll show you that with Buck and Dan on the other side of this quick break and a word from all over the map. When we return, perhaps some football, we wrap up Blue Jays game recap, and we also get you set up on that wrap-up for Orioles versus Jays. And we'll let you know in that final segment before we wrap up with the attendance record for Sunday's game. We will let you know what we're doing with no off day after the Baltimore series between the Blue Jays and the Baltimore and the Baltimore Orioles as the Blue Jays will welcome in when they return the Cleveland Guardians when they return home to Rogers Center on Friday we'll let you know and we'll continue to keep you informed on the spicy 
techie all over the map and and sports for beginners. Fall Bash happening on Thursday. We'll inform you there when we get an opportunity to. We'll inform you on what's going on there. All of that when we return to Blue Jays game recap for one final time today, wrapping up the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Blue Jays. Three games set right after this. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com It is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. Welcome back to Blue Jays Game Recap. Blue Jays Baseball on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Still fly by big timers, uh, Santia. Uh, Whit Merrifield will walk up music. We've gone through the standings. We've gone through the games on top today. We've gone through the games that the Blue Jays and we've gone through the games that the Blue Jays and the, yes, the Cincinnati Reds played on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. On Blue Jays game recap. Now, let's wrap it up. Now, before we do, however, there is the matter of the fun part. Before we get to that fun part, I said we were going to show you a highlight of Bo Bichette, and I'm going to stay true to that. So, ladies and and gentlemen, from this game, 
here is from this 4-3 win for the Blue Jays after they lost 1-0 to the Reds on Friday. Here's Buck and Dan with the call of Bo Liner into center for an RBI in his return to the lineup which came on Saturday. We'll just wait to see if we have an ad here. Maybe not. But anyways, here is Buck. Here's Buck and Dan with the call. We'll have that for you in, Did you know if in just a second. In just a second, we'll have Buck and Dan for you as they bring us a highlight that I was going to stay true to regarding the return of Bo Bichette. Waiting and waiting and waiting. Here comes Dan and Buck with this call of the Boba Shed highlight. Here we go, fans. Here's Dan and Buck. Makes him tick. There he is. Alongside John Sadak calling the games. Bichette with a liner up the middle into center of base hit. Varsho's going to come into score, and it is three to nothing. With two outs and nobody on, as you mentioned, Dan, that's a big hit for the Blue Jays right there. Marshall comes in to score. Bo picks up another hit. That'll give him 145 for the season. And it's a shot right back up the middle. I mean, how many times have we seen this where he gets jammed, fouls it off the first base dugout, and comes back, and it's a rope? Yeah. Pitcher's thinking, man, I got him. Yeah. I got him right where I want him. He can't get around on me. He got you. <laughs> so a meeting of the mound here for Williamson. Last five batters, four singles and a walk, three runs in. Yes, that indeed was. All right, so that's Dan, that's Buck. And guess what, fans? Now that I've stayed true to it, let's wrap this up. First, with the fun part here. Because we got to have some fun here, right? We have some fun, right? All right. Well, this game took two hours and 43 minutes to complete at Great American Ballpark in front of 31,529 fans in attendance. Home plate umpire was Mark Rippiger. Shane Living Livingsparger was your first base umpire. Dan Biliano, your second base umpire. And Phil Cousy your third base umpire in clear skies at 1.40 p.m. Eastern when first pitch flied. And yeah, you know what? Now let's have a little fun here. As the Blue Jays took two out of three, they take game number three on Sunday, 10 to three, the final over the Reds. They take Game two, four to three. They fall in the opener one to zero to the Reds. So they take two out of three. Getting ready for the Orioles 
on Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. And as we are in our one year of doing Blue Jays baseball, actually, no, sorry, just doing the podcast Sports for Beginners, we're going to get to our sign-off in just a moment. But before we do, here's a here's a couple of things as how you can get in contact with us. You can follow me on Instagram and threads at smc underscore 87 underscore. Again, that's a personal account. That's not a podcast account until I make a podcast account. I haven't done that yet. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at scottmcgregor3. You can follow the podcast on Facebook by searching Sports for Beginners Podcast on Facebook or by heading to the link, which may be provided in the description of this episode, and that is https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash Sports for Beginners Podcast 87. And of course, you can also check out our website at https colon slash slash sports for beginners podcast 87. Sorry, sports for beginners pod sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com. Again, the website, even though I might have lost my train of thought there, uh, this website is sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com. Make sure you have the HTTPS in there with the colon and the backslashes as well when you're looking for it on the web or on your phone. We do appreciate all of you joining us here. If you're just joining us from the Yukon, I do want to wish you guys a happy Discovery Day in the Yukon. So if you're listening from the Yukon, Welcome to the program, and I do want to also extend a big thank you or a big welcome to our listeners from South Africa and all over the world, Germany, Belgium, all of those great cities or countries rather, and of course, those of you listening in the States. Don't talk a lot of Pittsburgh Pirates. We mostly talk a lot of Penguins, but we'll get that to you. Now, I did say we might hear in football, we might hear some talk for football. So I'm going to keep true to that promise. And if you're a Buffalo Bills fan here, as we're wrapping up here, odds are you probably know what I'm about to show you. You can also follow 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 the Buffalo Bills at Buffalo Bills on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash at Buffalo Bills videos. Here's Sean McDermott after the after the here is Sean McDermott after the not really after the the ball game against the Steelers. But after the day after that day, because he did address the media, it's now 20 hours ago, but 
let's uh, hear from the head coach of the Buffalo Bills and see if we can get anything that might be useful here. He did address the media via Zoom call, it looks like. So, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're going to show you. Sean McDermott speaking to the media of Buffalo for some football content on Blue Jays game recap. Hopefully you guys are okay with that. Courtesy of the Buffalo Bills on YouTube, here is head coach Sean McDermott. Let's see if we can get any good news that we probably might not get or may get. And a reminder I may not do it, but if you guys are listening to, if you guys listen to the Shout Buffalo Bills football podcast and you want to be a part of the text group, text, text uh, your number or just text, uh, send a text to the number that uh, will be provided in the description of the episode. I do believe it's a 647 Two seven podcast. Uh, sorry, number. I'll double check with that. And while I double check with that, let's hear from the man himself, your head coach. If you're a Bills fan and you're also a Blue Jays fan or a Cincinnati Reds fan, but you love the Bills as well, let's hear from our head coach, Sean McDermott. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Um, I hope all's well and has uh, had a good trip back home, but just wondering if there's any injury updates specifically on Tommy Doyle. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, Tommy's going to be out for the season. Uh, I'm not going to get into specifics, uh, but it's very unfortunate. I know how hard he's worked, and, um, you know, we're just we're just thinking about him right now. What uh, You've already had some depth concerns that tackle how much does this kind of um, place some more emphasis on on that position right now going into the season. Well, it does, and um, you know we remain confident in the guys that we have. Uh, that said, there's certainly a numbers issue. Let's just start there, and um, you know, so we've got more practices ahead, and that's uh, an area that we've got to continue to look at and, and uh, analyze. Thanks, Sean. Okay, Sean, um, did you have any injury updates on Shane Ray or I think Puna left early too? Yeah, or Shane and came back. Yeah, Shane is, uh, he's got the hamstring, so he'll be day to day. And then Puna, um, which was a uniform, uh, uniform adjustment, that was it. Gotcha. Um, sorry about my service as well. And then just to follow up on offensive line, now that you've had a chance to watch it um, from last night, what did you see just from that group um, with all the different groupings of guys? Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought Saibo, uh, from a young player's perspective, again, did a nice job. Um, did not seem to be too big for him. Different type of matchup, different type of challenges. I mentioned after the game last night, 3-4 spacing versus 4-3 spacing along the defensive line, which is different. Um, that he saw in week one. And uh, overall, I thought we did some good things in the run game. Um, you know, some good things in the pass game. But again, you know, there's there's areas that we need to get better at. 
uh, looked like they got some pressure on us on the edges in particular at times. And, and uh, you know, I thought we could have stayed in the pocket a little bit longer at times also. So it goes hand in hand and uh, it's never just one person. All right, before we continue with Sean McDermott, I do want to let you guys know I did have the I did have the uh, number for the Bills Mafia text group for Shout A Buffalo Football Podcast wrong. It was uh, actually it's not a 647 number, it's actually a 7 a 716 number. So it's a 716 5286727. My apologies for my inconvenience there. You can also use the link in bios of Ryan and Matt to check to uh, text uh, to text them to become a member of the text group, and you get one-on-one conversations with Ryan and Matt. You also get a chance to steer the ship of the podcast. And things like that. It's really, really good. It's real. It's really, really good stuff that you want to check out. You'll definitely want to check out. Joe Marino also has a text group going for Locked On Bills. And yes, it's a subtext community that he's got going. You get priority for herd mentality, one-on-one conversations with Joe. And so much more can come out there. So much more. As we heard here, and we'll continue to hear from Sean McDermott in just a second. But as we heard, it looks like Tommy Doyle will not be seeing the field for this season. So, oh boy. That that really, that really, really stings. That stings. I mean, for a guy that works so hard for him not being able to play, and we'll continue hearing from McDermott in just a moment, but my goodness, for a guy like Tommy Doyle, who works as hard as he does, I I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it. Maybe I might do an emergency podcast to give more thoughts on Tommy Doyle uh, later this week or so. I don't know if I'm going to do one, but Tommy, Tommy Doyle, I'm praying for you, dude. It it sucks that you're not going to be able to, it sucks that you're not going to be able to play for the Bills this season. It really does. I'm praying for you. My heart's, my heart and my prayers and my thoughts are actually going out to you. I hope that you get better soon. Uh, obviously, don't want to rush it into this season. So, Tommy, I I feel like I feel for you, man. I I mean, this is just something that I did not expect to hear head coach Sean McDermott being say uh, say. But uh, it's what it is. What it is. So we'll see how the Bills take that into consideration as they get ready for the Chicago Bears this coming Saturday, having won the game on the opening Saturday that they played 
against the Indianapolis Colts. And then they lost 27-15 to the Pittsburgh Steelers last Saturday. So this was just some... It's interesting. And again, this is actually posted on Sunday. So Sean spoke to the media on uh, on uh, Sunday. So we're hearing the Sunday media availability from him on August 20th, 2023. Which was after the game. Well, but I mentioned the day after the game. So let's continue hearing what McDermott, what McDermott has to say. Coach, good afternoon. Mookie Hawkins, Welcome for Sports 1080. How you doing? Good, Mookie. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Coach. I'm good. Um, you know, other than the penalties, I know you watched tape. What are some of the things that uh, you saw that you didn't see, you know, in reference to yesterday's game? Well, you know, I, I thought there were some good plays. When I mean, we started off for the second game in a row, covering a kick extremely well, pinning them down inside the 20-yard line. Um, I, thought the, I thought the line of scrimmage was established in the run game on the defensive side other than that, that one big run. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing defensively I thought was, you know, being able to rush the quarterback and cover well in passing situations. So those two usually – work together the Russian coverage pieces you've heard me talk about before. Um, you know, I think offensively, uh, we did some good things as well. And then we were shooting ourselves in the foot uh, quite a bit with penalties, as you mentioned, and you can't do that. And uh, we haven't had a history of that, quite honestly, uh, of hurting ourselves like that. So, um, but it showed up in the first preseason game. It showed up again yesterday. And, and so it's clearly, it's clear but that's something that we have to get corrected as we move forward here this week. Yeah, and um, just kind of talk about the way you guys played and they fought to the end, you know, just, just that effort. I know that you were looking to see in yesterday's game. Yeah, the effort uh, I thought was very good. Uh, I mean, you talk about uh, battling through through the better part of four quarters there, and, and um, I thought that twos and threes came in and did a good job with that. Um, it wasn't an effort uh, deal for the most part. It was, uh, you know, a lack of discipline on, uh, on one side of the ball in particular. And uh, a week ago, a uh, positive is a week ago, some of that showed up on the defensive side with pre-snap penalties, and that was not. Uh, we cleared that up this week. Um, so we keep we keep trying to uh, sharpen the sword here and. And uh, you know, improve as we move one week at a time forward towards the regular to the towards the regular season. Um, you know, it's a process, right? As as they say. So the rigors of preseason, coach. <laughs> oh, hang on a second here. Hang on a second there. That must be um, a little bit of an ad here. We'll get back to Sean McDermott. You know what? Actually, you guys can check out, and I will link it in the description. You guys can check out the rest of his media availability uh, after this show has ended. But... 
as we wrap this up, I want to say that you have been listening to Toronto Blue Jays Baseball on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. With Blue Jays game recap, and so for Ali Musa, Thomas McGregor, and of course myself, Scott McGregor, and everybody here that's contributed to our programming, Blue Jays game recap will return upon the next off day following the Washington Nationals series. We won't go into too much detail on Baltimore and Cleveland. Maybe just, uh, maybe we will circle back to them in the opening segment of that. But I will be with you on Thursday, the off day, after uh, I have, after something personal I'm, I'm doing on that day. To bring you the recap of all three of those games. We'll give you a recap of the Guardians and the Orioles. Probably to kick it all off. And then we will give you the recap of the Nationals. You might get like pretty much three three game recaps in one show. Between the opening segment to the middle segment to the final segment. But we'll be back with you with that program on Thursday, August 31st, 2023. So we will not be back until August 2020, August 30th, 30, sorry, August 31st, August 31st, 2023 with Blue Jays game recap. So that give you some time to check in on the games, check in on the Bills, check in on your favorite other teams. And with that all being said, Blue Jays take two out of three over the Reds. And they are getting ready to take on the Baltimore Orioles. While it may not be clear as to who the Orioles are going to start, here is the prob- here are the probable pitchers for the Blue Jays of this series. The Blue Jays will begin the will begin it giving giving the ball to Yusei Kikuchi who is 9 and 4. And since Alec Manoa is down and probably won't return to the majors for a while, Tuesday night, Kikuchi's got the ball. Kevin Gosman will battle, uh, will play on Wednesday night. And then the series will wrap up going right back to Jose Barrios on Thursday evening. So that would make me guess that Chris Bassett probably gets one of the games in 
the Cleveland series when the Guardians come to town. But that's going to do it for Blue Jays game recap. And of course, the Reds and Blue Jays edition. I am Scott McGregor. And as Ali and Thomas and I always remind you, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Blue Jays game recap returns Thursday, August 31st, 2023. Right after the National Series. You'll, we'll see what we can give you. But once again, game number three of the Reds and the Blue Jays finished in front of 31,529 fans in attendance. You heard a little bit from Sean McDermott. Had a little breaking news on this program. And with that all being said, we're back with you Thursday for the Fall Bash with Sienna T Radio, Ali Musa, and of course, all of you that join us. Whether you join us after the show has aired, or when the show is being recorded. It really doesn't matter. You can follow us on Facebook at Sports for Beginners Podcast by searching that in your search bar. And, of course, everything else that I mentioned earlier in the middle segment. You guys can check that out. Check out Spider Jones. Coming to all coming to all over the map on Tuesday. And then we're all in for the fall bash on Thursday. Until then, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And also love one another. Thank you so much for listening to the program. Sports for Beginners will return with a regularly scheduled program on... Actually, it will be returning with a regularly scheduled program for episode 30 of the second season. Right after or maybe before the road trip. You know what? Let's actually do it. We might actually do it on September the 7th, right after the road trip series between the Colorado Rockies and the Oakland Athletics. So we'll see when we can get episode 30 to you, but episode 29, which is on Thursday, is a all-over-the-map takeover, sort of, because I'll still be because we'll still be there for you. Taking us out. As we bring up our outro message and outro music. We normally 
wouldn't, we haven't really played this, but taking us out. A song I'm pretty sure many of you might recognize when you're at Rogers Center, depending on when they play it. Taking us out. I'm pretty sure many of you might be familiar with B.B. Rexa and David Getty. Here we go, everybody. Taking us out. It's I'm good. And it's bringing us into our... It's bringing us into our outro message and outro music. We'll catch you on Thursday. We're out, everybody. I will catch you on the other side on Thursday. Enjoy the outro music and outro message. Thanks, fans. Thank you so much for joining us. so much for joining us on sports for beginners the podcast for blue jays game recap the after show on sports for beginners the podcast right after every blue jays game to learn more about upcoming episodes when they drop and schedule please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners zero.wordpress.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash sportsforbeginners87 Send us an email at sportsforbeginners87 at gmail.com Follow Ali, Thomas, and Scott on Twitter at scottmcgregor3 thomasj and A-L-I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at SMC underscore 87 underscore and TM underscore 80 and TM 00 underscore. 
Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, and we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chant Blue Jays fans will be using. Catch you later, ball baseball fans. Hi everyone, it's your host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, Scott McGregor, here with you, just to give you a little something to take with you. If you found value in this episode, or if you have any feedback of any kind, please feel free to send us a voice message at https colon slash slash podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash Scott dash McGregor dash sports slash message. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you've been with us since our start in August or or you're just starting with us now. Well, we'll we'll check in with you again, and thank you so much for joining us. See you around.